everybody. Welcome back to episode 8 of Push 511 Radio. And today we're going to cover mindset uh, and also talk about what I firmly believe is the secret to success. Um, so we're, we're going to dive into that. And, and I just want to let everybody know the um, large majority of a lot of the things we're going to be talking today um, were influenced or pulled from two two books. First one is called Mindset by Carol Dweck, uh, and the second one's called Grit by Angela Duckworth. So if any of this sounds even remotely intriguing to you, I highly recommend um, diving into those two books. Um, I think if, if you were to read any books to kind of work on mindset, um, those two would probably be one A and one B to start there. Um, and then at the end of this episode, I'm going to give everyone some more resources um, that kind of build and branch off of all this that have really worked for me and helped me a lot um, over the past few years in developing my own mindset and, and mental toughness, if you want to call it at that, um, but that I think are really, really useful. So the first thing uh, we're going to talk about with mindset is how we define mindset. And, and in uh, Carol Dweck's book, uh, she talks about two different types. You have a fixed and a growth mindset. And the fixed mindset basically... Um, believes that your basic traits, abilities, and intellect is, is fixed. Um, and the, the probably most commonly used uh, or a sentence that, that describes this is when you're in school and you get to a certain point in math and you just go, well, I'm just not good at math. That, that, that type of an attitude, uh, or, or I, just, I just wasn't born with the right type of body type to do X, like that, that fixed belief in your, and again, your traits, abilities, inflect, that's that fixed mindset. And, and if, if that's the approach that you take towards things, um, then, then it's going to be a really hard go of it for you. I, I, I really, really believe that having that type of a thought in your mind, it is only you setting yourself up for more struggle uh, in whatever that thing is that you're working towards. Now, the other side of that coin is a growth mindset. And that growth mindset is the belief that your abilities, traits, and intelligence can be improved over time with effort, learning, and grit. So good examples and good, good language that you can use to yourself, whether you say these things out loud or this is just the internal conversation that you have with yourself. If you find something that you're struggling with, um, simply tell yourself, I'm not good at that yet, um, because with time and, and work and perseverance, uh, you can improve your skills and your abilities to become good at whatever that thing is. Um, a, a, an example that you're starting to gain a little bit more prominence is, is like when you're talking to a, a kid who just got a good grade on their test and saying, good job on getting that A, you're so smart. And that just dictates to that kid that them being smart is the only reason that they got that grade. Instead, um, using language um, like saying, I'm so proud of you for getting that grade, that's just showing that your hard work paid off in you getting that grade. So it's a really small little adjustment to make with verbiage and the way that you think about things um, that can make a huge, uh, huge difference with how you approach um, struggles that you may come through. Um, and, and, and I completely, completely believe this. And I think that having that, that one change from a fixed to a growth mindset uh, can do a ton. And, and this isn't anything new. 
um, I mean, your, your experience of life will be dictated by the words you use and the story you tell yourself. And, and there's a quote from Einstein, I'm probably paraphrasing this in a way, but uh, he basically said the most important decision a person can make uh, in life is whether or not they believe they live in a friendly or a hostile universe. So the, if, if you're someone who thinks that the world's out to get you and, and everything's happening to you, um, then, then your experiences are probably going to dictate that. But try to, try to find uh, a, a different path and a different way to view things. And, and again, um, I, I can't hold a candle to what um, the depth that that book goes into. So again, Mindset by uh, Carol Dweck, um, highly, highly recommend that book. Um, and then the second part that we talked about a little bit earlier was grit. Um, and again, that this other book is called grit by Angela Duckworth. <clears throat> and she defines grit as passion and sustained persistence applied towards long-term achievement with no particular concern for rewards or recognition along the way. And this, this is the secret to success. And it's something that I say in some form or of another to everyone that <laughs> that I coach uh, at some point is if you want to see results or you want to hit your goals, whatever those goals are, you just need to show up. Just show up and put in the work and you will slowly over time make your way towards those goals. The the overnight sensation that, that you've that people see whether whether it's in sports athletics music whatever it is that that overnight success um that sensation is rare and it's typically not an overnight sensation the overnight sensation typically had years of working hard um and and grinding their way up to become this overnight success and, and that 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 work you don't see those years of work when someone shows up on the scene but I can assure you in almost every single scenario that those years of work were there and don't get me wrong genetics will absolutely play a part in who you are but they do not define who you can become they're just simply a starting point uh, for where you're at but they're not the end they don't dictate where you are allowed to go to and there are so many examples um, of unbelievably successful people um, who became successful uh, even though their genetics said that they probably shouldn't. Sports is an easy one to look at. I mean, you have someone like Muggsy Bogues, who's the shortest NBA player in the history of the NBA, uh, in the history of basketball. He was five foot three uh, and played for fourteen years. There was a baseball player named David Eckstein. Um, another undersized guy who didn't look like he fit the bill for what a major league baseball player could be, and he had a really long career as well. Um, and then if you go over to the other side, um, Susan Boyle, if anyone remembers her, if not, uh, check out YouTube, uh, was 48 years old when she appeared on Britain's Got Talent, uh, and then two years later had a number one album um, for singing. So these things, like you... you don't have to be the cookie cutter, perfect version of what people think are these successes need to look like in order to work hard and, and develop those skills, those traits, those abilities. Um, and the way you do that is by simply showing up every single day and working towards what you want to get to. So, and, and there's so many, there's a lot of folks that have success a lot later in life as well. Susan Boyle is a great example. When she was 48 years old, um, it, it's, if, if she would have just 
given up when she was in her 20s or even in her 30s or even when she turned 40. Uh, she would have never had that opportunity. So simply continuing to chisel away and work your craft um, will get you to where you want to be. Um, and I mentioned passion earlier, and, and you get a lot of people or a lot of things to say, follow your passion. Or, and, and But then, like, how do you know what your passion is? How do you find your passion? And I don't, I don't think for most people, and some people do, but I don't think for most people you just find your passion. You wake up one day and you go, oh, I, I found my passion. It just, I, I don't think that it works that way for everybody. And the way that you then try to find that thing that you're passionate about is to try things. Try a lot of things. And when you find something that simply piques your interest, dive down that hole and just continue to, to, to work on that and, and, and see where that takes you. And then over time, as you, again, develop that interest and, and dive deeper down that hole to, to learn more about that topic or work more about that topic, that's how you develop your passion. And that's how you then can become great at something. It's not always going to be this lightning strikes off moment for everyone. So I think telling people to f uh, find your passion, it can be a little misleading because it's just not that easy. And it's not that, again, that lightning strikes moment for everybody. So um, I think that can be a little misleading for folks. So find something that piques your interest and see where it takes you. You think you, you might be surprised. But in order to do that, you got to try things. Get yourself out of your comfort zone try different things. You want to learn how to play piano? Try it. You want to play guitar? Try it. You want to learn how, you want to run a marathon? Try it. You never know what one thing may end up uh, being the thing that you really, really love and, and really enjoy. Um, now, before I close out here, um, I did say I wanted to give everyone some other resources. So other books that uh, uh, I really enjoyed um, that have helped me along the way as well. Um, first one, uh, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. It starts out um, him kind of just kind of leaning into the title a decent amount, but the further you get into it, it's a really, really good book and um, a really quick read. I, I, I dove into that and really enjoyed it. So that one was really good. Uh, the next one is Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Uh, the name may sound familiar. He was, um, uh, what was it, the, the leader of Rome, he was, if you've seen Gladiator, you've seen his character. But anyway, it's his own personal journal of him giving himself advice um, for how he would handle and react to situations that he runs into. Uh, it's really short little um, uh, entries in there, and it's really, really, really good. Uh, I've enjoyed that one a lot. The next one is The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Um, basically teaches you that failure is not the end point, but is the way to success, and that kind of dives or piggybacks right off of everything we we're talking about with grit. Uh, and then one more, Lynchpin by Seth Godin. Uh, I really, really enjoy uh, a lot of the stuff that Seth Godin puts out. He has a podcast as well called, um, oh God, I'm going to have to check and see what that is. But um, he has a podcast out as well that is fantastic um, and dives into a lot of different things, uh, business, marketing. It's called Akimbo, A-K-I-M-B-O, Akimbo by Seth Godin. But Lynchpin basically uh, is a really good book on describing how you can have a positive mindset in your career and ways you can build off that in order to further your career and, and basically find ways to make art in what you do at your job. 
Um, so I've really enjoyed that one um, as well. And I, and I just touch on one thing about having a positive mindset, and, and I can't stress this enough. Um, uh, your, your conversation that you have to yourself and the words that you use um, are going to dictate your experiences. So um, really, really try and, and take every opportunity you can to improve your mindset and your mental toughness. And it's not something that's going to happen overnight. I promise you that. There's going to be times when when you struggle with it, and, and everyone's always going to constantly struggle with it. It's something that you have to develop and work that muscle over time, just like anything else. Um, so small opportunities you can have to increase your mental toughness or, or increase that mind or better that mindset is don't get mad at traffic. If you're sitting in traffic and it's something that's completely outside of your control, use that as an opportunity to just simply take a deep breath and accept the situation that you're in. Um, and you not getting angry or frustrated in that situation is one small moment in time where you've re- increased your resilience to that stress that's been applied to you. Um, and then you can learn from that scenario. You can think to yourself, um, next time I have to go to this place, what is the absolute longest it would take me to get there, even if I run into traffic, then you can leave your house at that time. And at the worst case, you're there a few minutes early. Um, best case, you get there right when you intend it to be. So there's going to be small moments throughout your day. If someone cuts in line in front of you at the grocery store, little things like that that would normally get you frustrated, um, use those as small opportunities to work that muscle a little bit to increase that mental toughness uh, and, and just take a deep breath and and just look at it kind of how we talked in the last episode. It's just a stress being applied to you. If you use it the right way, you can get an adaptation from it. And in this case, it's a stronger mental attitude and a better approach and a better way to get through your day. Um, I hope that helps. Um, if anybody has any questions, again, uh, you can reach out to me at Jarrett at push511.com. Um, and I will uh, be there to help you out. Thanks, guys. I will see you next time.